Welcome to Learning with Lisa, Student Success Beyond Expectations podcast with Lisa Navarra, award-winning educator, consultant, behavior specialist, author, and parent. This podcast provides support for school leaders, educators, and parents. We share and discuss evidence-based resources that are embedded in social and emotional learning to meet the needs of students who struggle focusing and learning. Teachers and parents find information and strategies to improve students' academic, behavioral, and social-emotional performance. It's time to turn kids from I can't into I can. Welcome to Student Success Beyond Expectations. I come to you with a new episode as a mom, as a mom of a son who is now 18. And I'm just thinking about 2022. We just turned into 2023. And if you're like me, the years maybe seem to go really fast, but sometimes the days go long. Well, within those days, I have to say there's been so many lessons. There's been so many wonderful, joyous times. And there's been really difficult times too throughout that year. And looking at 2022, you know, one of the things that I had to really adjust as a parent was that my son was graduating high school. He's my only child and I love him dearly. And within all of his heart and his soul, he wanted to go away to college. And so I supported him in that. And that just meant big transitions for him for myself, and then even for ourselves when we reunite during vacations and and talking and me visiting him. And so I'd like to introduce you to my son and his absolutely amazing roommate, Ryan. So Michael John, MJ, hello. Hi. (laughs) And Ryan, welcome. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time out on really new year's eve right to just thank you you know it's really important that we share the things that we know and the lessons that we learn in life with people because sometimes we go through some of the same experiences at the same time and sometimes people are struggling with those experiences where we might not be or we might be struggling ourselves and we really want to hear somebody else's story and that's really what tonight is all about. So uh, MJ, can you talk to us about being away at school and what made you want to go away and transitions? And Ryan, jump right in and you know, we'll talk about too how you guys met and what that whole transition and growth in your own life has been like too. Yes, thank you for that. Um, personally, I mean, I can speak for the both of us when I say we're both in the Northeast and we do not like the colds so that was a very big factor in us choosing to go down to miami in the south um i also love miami as like the culture there um and the academics are very good as well yeah what was it like for you to move (laughs) um it was really nice but also kind of hard um it was nice to be on my own and be able to take care of things myself and uh I loved Miami so So that was a big distraction for you um I suffer from ADHD and attentive presentation 
So that has in itself been a challenge at college. Um, <laughs> often I like lose track of where I'm going just as in this instance. Now I'll take it with Ryan. Hello. Um, what was the question again? Like... So yeah, there's a lot that we could talk about here right now, right, Ryan? So let's start really with you. You know, where did you grow up and how did you decide that you really wanted to move away from from college to college? Um, so I grew up in like a small town outside of Philadelphia. Um, and I feel like I was necessarily like, I don't know, like sheltered in a way because I didn't really get to experience the cultures of like different people, which I do experience in Miami since I was in such a small town. And I feel like now that I live in Miami, I have like such a different perspective on things and a new like way to look at things, which is something I did not previously have. So what was one of the biggest growth in your perspective about things? Tell us about that. Um, I mean, I got to meet people from like all over the world, which I really did not have before because Miami is an international school. So like we... Um, <laughs> the Miami. Are you guys like, being distracted now, MJ? What's going on with that ADHD of yours? Um, no, my friend keeps calling, like spam calling us. So okay, keep... we're gonna take yeah. a deep breath. This is what I do with my students and my clients. Let's take a deep breath in for a calm mind and calm body, so we can focus. Yeah. Finally, my right. son actually took a strategy of mine, and it's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead Ryan we're with you um so I think that Miami just like allows us to meet people and meet new cultures like because we meet people like our best friend one of our best friends is from the United Kingdom and I personally have never really met someone outside of the United States and like had a best friend that was someone that just wasn't like the norm or like who didn't um live in the United States and like follow our specific standards so it was good to like have that new perspective and like see what she does like on the weekends and like how she lives personally. MJ, did you have the same type of experience? Yes, we actually share her as a very close friend. Shout out to Maisie. And um, but yeah, I had a very similar like, growing up on Long Island, there is not a lot of cultural or ethnic diversity really. So going to a school is very diverse was definitely very beneficial. Um to just meet people from other cultures, even other parts of the country, um, people from all over the country. Like, I've never talked to someone from the South before. Yeah. So, like, And so how I'm, does everyone get along? I mean, have there been conflicts? Has it been easy? It certainly has not been easy. Um, people fight a lot. What do you mean by that? Important. Not like physically. Not they physically. Just yeah, people argue a lot, especially with your roommate. Living in the same room with someone, it become a lot. And you can only take so much of someone's, like, something you don't like about someone. So, yeah. like, over time, like, it just builds up and then... And so resentment yeah. and can end their friendship. That would otherwise be fine if they weren't roommates. So do you learn to use certain communication strategies to help you get through it? Uh, I would say it's always very important to be direct. And be communicative. And communicate. Yes, like with your feelings. When you're not communicating how you feel, the other person does not understand how you feel. Mm -hmm. 
So then you may build up this resentment towards that person and they still have no idea because you're not talking to them about how you specifically feel. Yeah, it could be an easy fix. Like if you're like, oh, like they leave their clothes over the floor, but then you talk to everyone besides them about it and just complain. Like they're never going to know that that bothers you. Exactly. And then like they can easily just pick it up and be like, oh, I'm sorry. So I'm thinking as a parent right now. And so the fact that you're talking about Things haven't been always so easy with people that you've lived with or that you've seen other of your friends and how they've um, have difficulty living with somebody new. I'm thinking as a parent, wow, you know what? This is really good experience for you because, you know, you guys haven't been in really big towns. You didn't grow up in big cities with a lot of diversity. So now only, not only do you have diversity in ethnicity, but in cultures too and experiences yeah. And so as a parent, I think that's fantastic. I love to hear about how you're working through challenges. Have you, either one of you, have you um, looked toward your parents or thinking about what would my parent do? What my mom do? What my dad do? Or have you spoken about them to them about these challenges at all? Have, talk to us about, you know, the dynamics between being away at school and then knowing that you have parents at home that are thinking about you all the time. Yeah, so me and my original roommate, um, we are culturally very, very different. And I didn't think that would be too much of a problem. Like, I thought we'd get along fine. But um, he ended up having a lot of resentment and built up and everything like that. Um, and as I said, like, he wasn't very communicative until it boiled over and caused a whole lot of issues. And then... It became to the point, like, we had a conversation about it. Um, kind of worse, but anyway, during that whole time, I was very communicative with my mom, you, um, and I was constantly filling you in, asking you for advice, because I never had really dealt with something like this before, and I was confused why he was treating me in that way. But it ended up um, switching with my sweet mate, so now this is my new roommate. Well, I have to say that, um, you know, they could be very worrisome for parents when they hear that their child is in some kind of, you know, distress or uncomfortable situation. But I, I really say I was very proud of you. The fact that you were reaching out, you were calmly stating about what was going on, thinking about best approaches long term and what you need to do short term. You know, that made me feel like this is a really good experience for you. These are life skills. And this is something that you're going to remember forever, I think, because it's going to be such an, it's such an impressionable point in your life, in your time, you know? Yeah. As long as you're not in a dangerous situation, um, it's nothing that will hurt, like nothing that like won't make you stronger. Like you would definitely become stronger and learn a lot from these adverse situations. So as long as it's not dangerous, I, I think. Mm-hmm. it's a very good learning experience yeah. yeah you don't want to learn the hard way i think that's what you're saying right <laughs> well i'd certainly say it was the hard way i would certainly say it was the hard way but um i wasn't like threatened in like right. a first way yeah mm-hmm. I mean, um, and how about yourself ryan have there been situations that you had to work through and you came out feeling like you know what i did what i could and i'm satisfied with the way that i handled it I mean, yeah, so, like, I also helped MJ throughout the entire process with his roommate, and I do think that my influence um, on his other roommate, like, 
because I would always have like one-on-one -on -one conversations with his other previous roommate about how I think that like the way MJ was treated was unfairly etc and like even how like maybe M how like MJ may have handled situations may have not been like as beneficial so I saw both sides to the story and I kind of just like made sure to like um I don't know I just I wanted to approach the situation in a way that could benefit both members of the um that were struggling with each other so yeah it sounds like you like you played mediator kind of I was a very big mediator from <laughs> and was that okay yeah that again this I was a mediator for a bunch of people. It wasn't just them. Yeah. There was like a bunch of people having Ryan fun. helped immensely. I'm very grateful for him. Yeah. Um because personally I'm not a very confrontational person. So I definitely need a push. Well doesn't right. Okay. Well sometimes I think that when you like you mentioned before, saying about how you're feeling, it might feel confrontational, but it actually is just being fair to yeah. Yourself. It can be hard, it can be hard yeah. to do. It can be very hard to do because you say, in theory, it's like, oh, like, just be honest about your feelings. Like, but like when you're actually living in that situation, mm -hmm. a lot harder. And Ryan, being that you were the mediator a few times for a few people, is that something that you came to college with, with those skills? Um, Personally, no. I mean, I, I didn't really have this many problems with people where I grew up. Like people didn't, there was not this much like quote unquote drama in this. And I was not constantly like living in that kind of environment. So I kind of had to shift like focus and approach situations differently. So when I noticed that my friend was struggling with another person, I wanted to not only help my friend out, but I wanted to help the other person out. And then I had to do like, I had to, figure out a different way to do that because I I had no previous knowledge on how to like mediate situations. I've never done it before in my life, but I think that once figuring out how to mediate MJ's issues, that I could also mediate other people's issues. So I think that was a great way, like learning ex experience as well. Okay. Myself. So you saw it as a learning experience, not being stuck in the middle. Yeah. Great. I mean, technically, yes, I felt stuck in the middle in some parts and some aspects, but at the same time, I learned a lot from it. And I learned that, like, it's always good to judge both sides of the story rather than just hearing one side, because when you hear one side of the story, you don't really, you don't understand the full, like, details that, and, like, the small micro details that someone may be leaving out. So having the full story and, like, understanding both perspectives and seeing both sides just really it really just gets like it, it's it helps me out to like help situations well it sounds like they're they're really lucky to have your friendship yes i agree <laughs> and talking about friendship you and mj really have a whole bunch of friends you guys really share the same friends same groups get along really really well so i have a feeling the two of you know each other really well too is that right yeah, yeah, so. definitely for only knowing each other for a few months, I think I've known pretty well. So you mentioned, MJ, that you have ADHD, that you suffer from ADHD. So what do you mean by that? I mean, I wouldn't say I suffer from it, but um, it definitely affects the way like when I'm studying, even when I'm talking, like I'm telling a story, I'll just like forget and won't be able to focus like where the story is going. Um. And like time management is really hard for me. 
Do you use any types of strategies or do you need a few? <laughs> Um, I use my reminders on my phone a lot. I have a planner. And like, yeah, anything I have to remember, I just write down on my phone because I know like I'm probably not going to remember it, which is kind of bad self-talk in my head, yes. But like better safe than sorry. Sorry. Right, right. That's okay. And that's self-talk. What part of the memory is that? Do you know? Come on, uh, my son. The work. Talkers. The working. Working memory. Yes. Because how many parts are there? Prefrontal cortex. It's in the prefrontal cortex. Well, that's part of your executive functioning skills is the working memory. What are the two parts? Nonverbal and verbal communication. And verbal. That's the self-talk that you're talking about, right? Yeah. So you did really well for your first year. Your grades were great. You know, you had one subject that calculus, which was like, wow, right? Yeah, you really had to forge through it, really work on that focus to be able to get through it. Um but you really seem to overcompensate in a lot of ways, right? And cope with with the distractibility. Yeah, I mean, I definitely do not have a bad case of ADHD at all. The school didn't even give me accommodations. Mm -hmm. um, and like a lot of times like school has come easy to me. So it's like when it doesn't come easy to me, that's when I'm really like screwed over because I'm so used to relying on my intellect and not like doing the good study skills. So then when I try and do good study skills and then I get distracted and don't have time management, it just really snowballs. So like math is really always my worst subject. So like the disparity between all my other grades and my math grade were like, it was huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, calculus is a tough one too. Yeah. And then uh, not being able to relate to it on that emotional level and struggling a bit with the focus can amplify all that, right? Yeah. And Ryan, talk to us about MJ's ability to, to talk about a story. <laughs> What's that um, like? Um, so when MJ is like explaining a story, he tends to lose focus and will kind of just like he'll tell the story part of the story and then he'll get distracted into some other subjects. And then we're like, oh, what were we talking about again? And then we'll go back to telling the story. And then he loses himself again. So sometimes it takes MJ like a very long time to explain a story, um, but which isn't his fault. It's just like that's it's because he has ADHD and he loses himself when he like speaks for too long. I go on tangents. Yeah, I've heard you. I've heard you prompt him, and it works. <laughs> yeah. You give him like one or two words, and he's like, uh, yeah. he gets right back on time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just completely lose my train of thought. I'll be like, what was I just talking about? Like, I will never call it all. And that's where the visualization will help. If you really get into what you're saying and you see it in your mind, if you're talking about, go, quick, tell me about a subject. That makes it a bit harder because then when I'm talking about, like, the tangent part of the story, I'll, like, forget the regular part of the story. Right. But if you're thinking, if you're talking about what, like, New Year's Eve, right? Where are you going to go? Who's going to be there? Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, but tomorrow I have to be, do this. If you can actually just see yourself with who you're talking about, that's that working memory and the visualization part that can help you to stay on track. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Good idea. Just a little support. <laughs> it's like almost impossible to help your own child. Even no matter what we do, you always play like mom, right? You always play the, the parent part, but you always want to be able to be supportive too. So is there any advice that you guys could give to parents of 
kids who are in their freshman year of college? Uh, I would say be supportive, but don't be too overbearing. I agree. Like, take your kids, like, you might want to, I'm sure you want to talk to them every day, all day, like, but, like, doing that and them getting annoyed, if they get annoyed, it could just push them away, and you don't really don't want that. So, like, just do everything on their terms, like, they're going through a really big change in their life. Like, yeah, it's a big change for you as well, like, your kids are leaving, but, like, it's a bigger change for the kids, because they're, like, going to a completely new place, completely new people, like, do everything is completely new. So I'll just go with their, um, what they want. And Ryan, what about yourself? Um, and I think that it's important to have boundaries with your kids. However, I think that if you use like punishments in a way and you like make the your kid feel bad about something, they may not tell you all about their lives and you guys may not be as close rather than like if you are more open with your child and be like, hey, if you tell me this, I've just like, because like I've noticed like some people are not close with their parents and their parents know nothing about them because they're afraid that they're going to get I don't know just like looked down upon by their parents so I think that being open with your child and just seeing how they feel and just from their perspective it can bring you guys like a lot closer together yeah yeah the di different dynamics now can really bring you closer together it might not feel like it because of the distance yeah. But as I as a mom, I've seen such maturity in my own son that when we talk, it's it's a pretty big, you know, growth spurt. And really, if you think about it, in a short amount of time, which is so amazing to see, because who knows what another six months is going to look like, you know, which is exciting. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about 2022. Let's talk about maybe some things that you've learned or things you might have done different, whatever. And then looking forward to 2023. So talk about 2022. Big year for you guys. I mean, we, this is the year we moved into college. I mean, it's when I met like MJ. Um, it's kind of like I kind of left my home friends, which I didn't leave, but like I grew apart a little bit from for a, a period of time and then especially even my family I grew apart from just for a little bit because I wasn't with them every single day. So I didn't see them a lot and talk to them as much. But I just think that this year involves like a lot of maturity for us as students and as people. Is it what you thought it would be, Ryan? Um, I think it's even better than what I thought it would be. I mean, I think that going to the University of Miami <laughs> would help that because we are in such a great environment there. And especially if you have a support system and great friends and family, that it just makes the experience a hundred times better. And MJ? I agree. Like this is the year we graduated high school. So it was a very big, like that's, we don't really remember life before high, before like school. So like, that's a very big change and leaving our friends. And like, yes, we've obviously grown apart from like some of our home friends, but I feel like we also grow closer together because like although we don't talk every day anymore we do talk like it's so it's very changed. exciting yeah, yeah. And i feel like nothing changes sometimes and we, we like update each other on our lives and that's how adults are like adults will see their friends i mean most adults at least yeah don't see their friends every day maybe even every week or every month because they live in different parts of the country or the world mm -hmm. um so i think it's a very good transition stage
All right, guys, talk to us about 2023. What do you think? Do you have goals? Do you have anything you want to accomplish? I just hope to continue to grow and mature and really like find ourselves, I guess, throughout the year, meet new people, have new experiences, and just overall just become better people. That's my and I hope that we enjoy life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very important. And you both seem to have majors that you're both still enjoying. It seems like you're satisfied with it. It's not like you need to do a complete 180. So that sounds like it's pretty solid for the two of you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that could change. That's okay. But if it doesn't, then lucky you guys. I know I changed my major, you know, after two years in. Yeah. But, um, and that? I think that Miami does a great job, especially if I need it. If one of us need to change our majors, that like especially in the business school, I think in the your school too. Yeah, your arts and it's science. Easy. It's easy to change your major because we all for the business school, you know, depending on what your major is, we all take the same classes. So if I could change my major up until junior year and not fall behind, so it's kind of mm -hmm. it's good to know that I'm not gonna fall behind if I do happen to change my major in the business field. So just having that knowledge about that just like makes me feel more comfortable. Sure, big relief off your back, right? A lot of times people are like, oh my God, it's already been a year and a half. Like I can't change my major because I read the wrong list. But they don't realize like your major could only be like 30 credits. Everything else is general education and electives. Mm -hmm. Like that could have been all your electives. Okay, you don't have any electives left, but now you're such a major and you're still gonna finish on time. Mm -hmm. Options are always good, right? Yeah. So listen, guys, I wish you very, very happy, healthy, fun, and inspired 2023. Thank we you. thank you so much for joining us. This was such, it was such a treat for me to really be able to have as a guest my very own son and his very, very good friend, Ryan, and so thank you. Would you guys join us again maybe mid-year and give us an update on how things are going in 2023? I'd be more than happy to do that, yes, yes. of course. Great. Thank you so much, and Happy New Year. Thank, thank you for having us. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to the Student Success Beyond Expectations podcast, where school leaders, educators, and parents meet on behalf of children who struggle with learning. To bring workshops to your school or organization, contact Child Behavior Consulting and get started with resources available at childbehaviorconsulting.com, Amazon, and teacherspayteachers.com for ready-to-use resources and children's books. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to review, subscribe, share, and give us a shout-out on social media.